Hello, 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 my darling, darling dancing unicorns. Welcome back to AG University Podcast. I am doing a very unconventional recording today. First of all, I'm in my sweatshirt, my pajamas still. (laughs) I only slept a few hours last night. My next door neighbor and one of my besties down here in Florida, she went into labor in the middle of the night. And so she called me. We had arranged this before. I had my phone ready if she was going into labor the past few days to take care of her two little ones while her and mom and dad went to the hospital to have a baby. And so she has a two-year-old and a six-year-old. So I went over there and hopped in bed with them. But I ended up just like Literally, we were all three piled in bed together and I didn't really sleep that much, but it was actually so fun. They're just like kids. They're so funny and snuggly. So anyways, I am having a very out of routine morning routine, but in a way it's kind of nice to be out of your every single day routine. So I like to travel. I like to spice things up. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do things differently today. And that is exciting for me to play in this new energy of, okay, this is an abnormal day. Also, we are in the middle of you know a tropical storm. So probably by the time this comes out, it will have passed. So I am sending you guys prayers. If anyone is in Florida, hopefully no one is hurt or damaged. We don't know yet, but I'm thinking of you and I'm sending you prayers. And so far we are safe here in Jacksonville. So without further ado, we are going to get into the Akashic Records a little bit. And I wanted to first share my journey with the Akashic Records because I want to start laying the groundwork and getting more information out about the Akashic Records. And I just got in this really cool metaphor this morning. I was doing a little journaling and I was like, that's it. That's the one. It makes perfect sense to me. So I went ahead and opened the Akashic Records before I got on the mic. So this is going to be like a little bit of a live reading, just super gentle channeled information. How about that? Essentially, when I learned about the Akashic Records, so I learned about the Akashic Records back in 2019. And I had been doing, I had been in this realm of, you know, playing with readings, playing with my gifts, all of, you know, modalities, angel cards, spirituality, reading, text, all the things. But I had my friend Kim, who has come on this podcast before, she was like, you really need to get your Akashic Records read. And I was like, Akashic, a who? <laughs> a what? A what do what? And anytime I say that I'm an Akashic Records practitioner, people are like, wait, a what? And even it's funny because even, you know, spiritual friends that I have are still really new to the information. And the thing about the Akashic Records is that it is this ancient as ancient as the planet itself and beyond, probably. Um, That's why I say this is a school from the cosmos, because I feel like it really is kind of like written in the stars, if you say. You know, it's this energy that maybe it's not so physical that we can't see, but it doesn't mean it's not real. You know, it's like all things in religion or spirituality. You know, we have to have this faith and this trust. But to me, the Akashic Records are just like it called to me. It just sounded like, Ooh, something is there. And I got to follow that calling. So Kim is like, you should get your Akashic records read by my friend Yvonne, who is at the nationals. I'm sorry, not national. I, I do like that. That sounds good. Nashville center of alternative therapy. And she is a Reiki practitioner as well. I'm probably going to have her on the podcast if I can get back to Nashville and schedule up on a couple more episodes. She would be a great one to have on because she was my first Akashic Records reading. And I looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh, can I read the Akashic Records? 
is this for anyone? I need to know all the things. Can I do this? And she was like, yes. She was like, I got this book. And the book that I got was How to Read the Akashic Records by Linda Howe. And I actually, I think it's a, you know, it was a good place for me to start. I actually didn't read the whole book. I intuitively stopped like halfway through because I was like, I don't think this is my process. I think I'm going to develop my own process. So I read half the book. So for those of you guys listening, if you want to get the book, if you feel called to it, sure. Um, I think that there's been a lot of updated information since that book has come out because it's it's been around for a while. And I feel that's a big part of my purpose here is to modernize the Akashic Records and make it less intimidating and more accessible to the masses because ultimately I am here to connect you to your soul's purpose, but I am doing so by working with the energy of the Akashic records. So when teachers can develop their own processes or prayers, you can kind of fine tune the energy of what you specifically want to access by, you know, using an opening prayer to access the Akashic records. And I know this might feel a little heady, but just stay with me. Okay. So if my specialty is soul's purpose, my teaching for connecting you with your Akashic record and the kind of the the vibration and the frequency and all this intention that we're working with is more tailored towards soul's purpose. So to break it down, this is how I see all of this information. The Akashic records is, I want you guys to think of when you have your iPhone and you take all your beautiful photos and videos and text messages and emails and all of these things, where do they go? To the cloud. They go to the cloud. We don't see the cloud. Have you ever been to the cloud? I've never been to the cloud. It's a place. I don't know. The cloud is your metaphor for the Akashic records. Okay. We are electromagnetic beings. Okay. We are like little computers. We have thoughts that carry a frequency and all of these thoughts and experiences and emotion, once they are created, right? Energy is neither created nor destroyed. So if a thought creates energy, carries energy, it's just existing out there in the universe. And I feel like our soul has this database, basically just kind of plugs in to this energy of the Akashic records, right? That's our soul's database. So essentially our brain isn't just full of all this information, all of these, you know, maybe past life stuff, souls, um, experiences that we've carried our whole entire life. Every single thing is documented into our little personal cloud, which is our Akashic record. So our, we have this basically this frequency that runs through us. And I know this might feel advanced for some of you guys, but it's so, to me, it's so tangible now that I've been working in this energy. It's like everything that we experience is an experience that carries energy and it's been created. And we're not really designed to remember and hold everything just as our iPhone isn't designed to hold every single you know, concert video that we've taken that's 45 minutes long. You guys know the ones, okay? We upload to the cloud and that is like our soul kind of downloads this information to the Akashic Records. If you were to Google the Akashic Records, honestly, I don't even know if I've ever Googled the Akashic Records. I don't even know what it would come up with and say, but to me, it is this database, this universal flow that we all have access to because our planet carries so much information. And that's where I think people don't realize, like even think about like water. Okay. Have you guys ever heard hidden messages in water? Like water molecules carry information trees, plants, they have information. That's like how people say like, oh, I know what my plant's saying. It needs water. It needs sun. Like everything that's alive is carrying information. So there's this kind of like information exchange that's going on with everything on our planet. It's like how 
the moon pulls the tide. Like everybody kind of knows their role because there's information that's being exchanged and it's not always verbal. Okay. So that's why I think the Akashic records is a little tricky at first when you're like, Hmm, but if you just think that we are living in this planet with information that's being exchanged amongst all living things, there is this place, right? This kind of portal of information. And that's the Akashic records. It's this It's not a place. It's not a book that falls out of the sky and I open it and read it. Everyone's like, how do you read the Akashic Records? Is it a book? Is it a place? Where are you going? Where are you taking me? (laughs) I'm like, we're not going anywhere. So I am currently developing a course that's going to be available to you guys all at the end of September. And my purpose is to work with you to connect to your Akashic Records, which ultimately connects you, reconnects you. It just kind of creates this awakening. It ignites this flame inside of you of understanding your soul's purpose, understanding and being able to receive this information. That's all it is. It's awakening of this light consciousness and working with angels. And angels, they are the most light loving creatures. It is the safest energy you could ever possibly work with. If you are, you know, hesitant or like, Oh, I don't know. This sounds kind of exhilarating. Like it is, it's so fun. And so my process and my purpose here is to create this formula for you guys to access the Akashic records in a way that's super easeful and fun and really just igniting light because light is information, right? That's like us being in our knowing. Think about it. When the lights are on, we can see things and we know what's going on. When the lights are off, right? We're kind of in darkness. And that's why people get scared because I'm scared of the dark sometimes because I don't know what's in there, right? So it's really all about teaching you guys how to connect to this light and understand this light is just information. It's, it's giving you the ability to see things that are going on and see through different perspectives. My perspective and my personal energy that I work with is always like, I want to see through the lens of love. I want to connect to the light. I want to know what's going on. I want to connect with my soul's purpose. I want to listen to her, feel her, connect to y'all's purpose. And so that's where you can get into doing, you know, readings and guided work and channeled information. And that might not be exactly where you need to go with it, but everyone asks, like, can anyone read the Akashic records? Absolutely. This information is available to every single one of us because we all have an Akashic record. We all have a soul's purpose. We all have this ability to connect deeply to this information that our planet has and carries this frequency of love and of light. And we can all tap into that. So Maybe it takes a little practice for you to really get into. And and you know what? There are so many people that they're not here to do readings. I'm here to do readings because I'm here to teach this process to you guys. And so I needed to do a lot of readings to understand what people need and to curate my message and to break it down in a way that's more digestible and understanding because this can be complex information. It can be intimidating, but like, I'm here to be like, Hey guys, listen, I got you. Okay. We can do this. So not everyone is here to do readings Some people can, I know doctors that have accessed Akashic records for patients and they can help, you know, try to understand what's going on with them on a spiritual level too. Because I think that you can have this really beautiful kind of symbiotic relationship with modern medicine and, you know, spiritual root causes of what's going on. Maybe if, you know, someone can't sleep, well, okay, how can we work with them? on an energetic level and, you know, maybe on a medicinal level. So there's lots of ways that you can blend this information. So if you're sitting there thinking like, "Hmm, I don't know, maybe is this for me? I really think that it's just so nice sometimes to have a loving perspective where you can see something else and you're like, oh, like for me, I always go into the Akashic Records and going into the Akashic Records is really just sitting in, in meditation, getting still, I get grounded, 
I say an opening prayer and then I just like really work with my higher self or if I'm doing a reading for a client, their higher self. And we receive this information together. So it's just like any other type of mediumship or channeled reading, um, anything that, you know, you see on the internet, they're in the same vein, but this is just the most pure, transparent information is always how I see it. It's very transparent, very big into transparency and truth and light, which I love because, you know, it's different when working with loved ones who have passed away or ancestors. You know, there's there's lots of like storytelling there of like explaining things. And the Akashic Records is just giving us a new perspective because I have these moments where I go in and I'm like, okay, I'm really in my human right now. And whenever I say my human, it's like when I know there's a lot of drama going on inside of my head that I'm like, this is silly, Anna Grace. Like you're being such a dramatic human. <laughs> and that's okay because our, our human mind is trying to protect us, is trying to keep us safe, is creating stories to make us feel a certain way, loved, safe, guided. I don't know, convince us of some story. There's lots of stories going on inside of our brain. And so I know when I go into the Akashic Records, I'm like, show me another way. Like, let me see this through the lens of love from a different perspective. And that's when I can reason with myself and be like, okay, I can like, I'm going to put myself in this other person's shoes. I'm going to see this from their perspective. I'm going to see this from a universal perspective, right? Because it's easy for us to get caught up in the dramas of our own narrative. So that's like probably my favorite part of the Akashic Records, along with, of course, soul's purpose work. But now that I'm so deeply rooted in my soul's purpose, I don't need to go looking for that information as much because I'm really here to connect you with your soul's purpose because that's my soul's purpose. (laughs) That was a lot of soul's purpose, but you get what I'm saying. And that actually brings me to another practice that I wanted to tell you guys about that I think is really cool. And this is, this can be outside of the Akashic Records. So I just want to start talking a little bit more about how that looks and how it feels and what it's like, because I am creating how to read the Akashic Records. It's going to be out at the end of September and I'll have a lot of more information coming. You guys will be able to, I would love to do some type of certification program too, to onboard some readers. Some of you guys, you know, you can sit with me, we can do a reading together. And I would love to have, you know, kind of an organization or a family of Akashic Record readers so that you guys can have your Akashic Records read because there's only one of me. And it is quite difficult to find other readers and I am picky. (laughs) I want to make sure anyone that I connect you guys with that I've personally worked with or vetted every single person on this podcast I've always personally worked with or vetted or, you know, not that I don't think someone's good or trust them. I just kind of want to make sure we're all working with the same intention and purpose because I think there's a lot of different ways that you can use this information. It does not mean it's bad or wrong. I think everything goes back to people's belief system and intention. And I just want to find someone who's super aligned with my mission and what I think is for the highest good of you guys. I'm always pretty protective of the space. If you can't already tell (laughs) me professor, but also mom, (laughs) I am your mother. So anyways, but this is a practice that you can do that's outside of the Akashic records that I think is really cool. And I did it last week on top of my rooftop and I was having kind of a moment of confusion there was like a person in my life that was, I don't know if I want to say the word triggering me, maybe triggering me kind of like kind of upsetting me in a way that I'm like, it's not someone that I was super particularly like super close to, but I'm like, huh, why is this situation upsetting me right now? You see, anytime that we get triggered or we get upset, 
that person is just mirroring something that we need to work on. So you guys know this, I'm observational. I don't, I don't allow myself to get too lost in the dramas of my, my head. My therapist calls it the opera, which I think is hilarious. Like there's this opera that's happening inside of our head. Like this is very dramatic performance and it's like, Oh, like singing. And I just think that's really funny. So I always like to say the opera, it's like playing the song and we're like, Oh, what in the world? How did we get back to the opera? So I get observational and I sit up on my rooftop and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to connect with my higher self and I'm going to bring in the higher self of this person because we have the ability to connect with. I really, really to my core, we all have a higher self, whether it's this ancient version of self, whether it's, you know, if you believe all timelines are parallel, there's this future version of us that's sending us messages. I mean, I've heard so many different variations, but throughout all kind of text, spiritual text, religious text, even like, you know, our own personal guardian angel in some situations, I believe that's our higher self. I believe there's this higher version of us that's always watching over us. And I believe every single one of us has this information, this kind of like ancient, wise, future self knowing whatever you want to call her or him. However you identify, we all have a higher self. And so I did this practice where I sat on my rooftop and I was like, you know what, I'm going to call in the higher self of this person. And I'm going to imagine they're having a conversation in my head. And I think this is really cool because it takes you out of kind of the opera, the drama of the situation that's happening inside your, your head. And really like, I want you to close your eyes, get still, get grounded. If you can do my free grounding meditation, it's always linked in my bio. It's free. Do that grounding meditation. It's short. It's only a couple minutes, get settled. And then I want you to imagine you're in this like beautiful white, bright room. I like to imagine that there is like an ocean outside and the breezy white curtains, you know, it's like super white. And I like to imagine there's two chairs in the room and I'll invite in my higher self and tell her to have a seat. And they'll invite in this higher self of this other person. And we're working with higher self energy it's different than, you know, opening someone's Akashic records. You always want to have their permission. Like I don't, I don't just go around reading people, but this to me is like, I'm connecting to universal love. I am connecting to a God energy, a source energy, angel realm, you know, whatever it is. So there's kind of a difference. Like you, I would never, ever open someone else's Akashic record without their permission. That's just not how it works. It doesn't work like that. But this is like more of a gentle, like, okay, we're all existing on this higher plane. And at, at the root, we are all energy. We're all energetic beings. And we all come from the same God. We all carry the same energy. So we're all connected in a way. So our higher selves, I'm sure we're having conversations all the time with each other. Like think about how when you dream about someone and then they call you the next day, like your higher selves were in dreamland together. You were connected in some way, shape or form. So I just want to make that distinction of I'm never encouraging anyone to infringe on anyone's personal boundaries. I don't think that communicating with someone else's higher self, I think that's a very safe place to be. And it puts yourself in this place of, okay, so let's go back to our room. We're sitting in two chairs, close your eyes, imagine that. And I always extend my hands out to them. That's another way too, um, and allow them to grab a hold of my hands so that we can have this conversation. Even that kind of feels like a, they are accepting my invitation in this conversation. Just like seeing kind of how their body feels and connecting with this person and then having this conversation. 
and playing with, and you know, play with your visualization skills, play with your imagination. Even if you're like, am I totally making this whole freaking conversation up? It doesn't matter because on some level, like I said, we're all connected. So even if you're like, okay, I'm going to, I really want to hear from your side of the story, or I'd love to know what your role is in my life, or I'd love to know what your intention was behind the situation that maybe upset me. And it's really, really, really powerful because it's really interesting how things that will come through that you're like, Hmm, I don't know if I necessarily would have thought of that, or that's a really unique perspective to take. I feel like this is such a good kind of precursor to doing work in the Akashic records or intuitive work. Like this is a really good practice. That's like super safe. You can set up your boundaries. I only want to connect with this person's higher self and I'm only wanting to connect with the light. You can do this in the morning and you can do this with anyone. You can do this with your partner. You can do this with your mom. You can do this with difficult relationships in your life that you're feeling that maybe they're not ready to have that conversation in person I often, I felt that way after going through such a spiritual awakening and having this really life-changing event and then wanting everyone to have a life-changing event too. I wanted them to feel spiritual and awaken. And I wanted them to like realize that like, oh my gosh, I don't have to be this victim mentality. I don't have to have all this bad things happening. And you know, you have such a shift in perspective and then you want to share it with other people. And this is the thing that I've learned. Everyone is on their own path. They're on their own journey and you can't force them onto your path or your journey. And I've realized now I'm on a very advanced journey and it's just different from other people. And sometimes it's, it's frustrating because I want everyone to like be with me and see how I feel. And unfortunately we live in a world that's very confused. And I think there's just a lot of misinformation and people are, they get really fixated on finding ways that we are separate from one another versus finding ways that we are connected to one another. So all that being said, this is a really good, friendly, angelic practice that you can do sit in the room with this person and have a conversation with their higher self to allow yourself some healing, some resolution, some perspective shift. And that can ultimately free and do a lot of healing on you because at the end of the day, like we are on our own healing journey. We can't force everybody into the room to sit down with us and tell us why they did all these things, why they wronged us, you know, why they upset us. Sure. There are some circumstances where we can. I absolutely want you to share your truth and your experience and, you know, all the things, boundaries. We love it. But this one to me feels very healing and very powerful and it can keep the power within your own container. You don't have to create, you know, these dramatic confrontations in your life all the time. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but I think that it's cool if you could explore what's going on within you because every single person outside of us is living in their own, their own reality. And we're living in our own reality. And when we feel upset by them, sometimes they're not trying to upset us. Sometimes we're just getting triggered by a situation that's going on. And that's just really an us thing. So those are times where it's like, "Mm, this is really a me thing. Like, I don't know if I really need to bring them into this, but could have a conversation with their higher self and see what comes through. And I recommend keeping a journal and just writing out this conversation. this like imaginary conversation, but really setting intentions. Like I want to connect with this person. I want to see their perspective. I invite my angels in to guide me. I wish to connect to the light and love. And I give thanks to my angels above, you know, just saying something like that. It's been something that I, a tool that I keep in my toolbox. And I always love to give you guys tools for your toolbox. And I've done this with a lot of people in my life, people close to me, 
people not so close to me, you know, even people on the internet who have sent me like hate messages. Like I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to send this person some forgiveness because I don't want to hold any energy in my body of anger or resentment towards them for hurting my feelings, right? Because that's just going to happen. That's just the name of the game. It's just unfortunately the world we live in. I wish everyone, you know, saw through my lens, but that's okay. So for people that maybe I will never interact with, but maybe they've hurt my feelings, this is a really good resolution tool. And I'm all about lightening our load. I think I've been saying this in a lot of different ways in a lot of different episodes on like making space for new, clearing things out, like physically clearing out our closets, clearing out all the shitty old stinky food in our fridge and filling it with nourishing, nutrient dense whole foods, right? Like there's a lot of like clearing that's going on. And I feel like that really does make space for a beautiful new reality. So this is just another way that you can do a internal check of your body and say, hmm, what am I kind of holding on to? What situation with someone am I holding on to? I mean, you know, listen, I sometimes I'll catch myself reliving a situation from like eighth grade. I'm like, what, how do I even still remember that so vividly? Like maybe I need to do a little resolution there and a little healing. And at the end of the conversation, you know, I just, I always recommend sending that person lots of love, lots of like, lots of healing, lots of well wishes, tell them something, you know, that maybe you would never say to them in real life, but something positive and loving because sending people love really dissolves a lot of that you know, maybe like tension or ill will or any type of emotion. Maybe if you're feeling a negative emotion there, love trumps all things. Okay. It will, it will dissipate. Sending them that love and that light can send a lot of resolution to a situation and dissolve those feelings and emotions so that you can lighten the load in your body. If you're carrying around these stories and this drama, it's like, no, let's sit down have a conversation with it and let's kind of allow it to go into the light, right? Because that's what we're here to do. When we're bringing in light, we're allowing more information to come into our body and to transmit any darkness in our body. Darkness is really just confusion or areas we haven't looked. We all have it and something to be afraid of. So if we can just kind of sit with it, have a conversation, send it to the light. And then to close out this little conversation, I always just imagine there's a beautiful golden sun above my head. And I send it in through my crown chakra, all the way through my body, down to my toes, back down to my grounding cord. I always imagine there's a little cord connecting me to the core of the earth, rooted in the divine flow, universal flow of love. I always imagine there's like this big ball of love in the center of the earth. And that's always what I'm connecting to when I'm connecting to nature and to ground. And that's really all about like getting grounded. There's lots of ways to get grounded, but that's one way. And that's kind of to me, just like sealing and clearing my vessel and allowing myself to go, hey, it's safe for me to put down this story, to put down this narrative. I can journal about it. I can write about it. Because, you know, ultimately, it's up to us to free up some space in our body. And we don't have the luxury of sitting down with every single person in our life who's ever pissed us off or the person who cut us off in traffic or <laughs> maybe someone has passed away and you want to talk to them like, hey, I never really got any closure here. I never really got the information that I wanted. Try this out. I think you will be pleasantly surprised at how enjoyable yet powerful this practice is. So I wanted to put that in your ear holes today. I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but like I said, today is an unconventional day and I'm really excited that I had this thought bubble because I think it's something that a lot of you guys needed to hear 
And yeah, as always, if you want to send me a message, check me out at, at AG University Podcast on Instagram. And I'm on all platforms as at Anna Grace Newell. And you can join my newsletter if you're interested in doing a one-on-one reading with me. The scheduling link only goes out in my newsletter. So that's the only place that you can book with me and all course information goes out in the newsletter as well. And everything is linked in the bio. And if you're interested in how to read the Akashic Records, then follow that interest. You're meant for it. I know it maybe sounds confusing or like, I don't really know, like trust it. If you feel called or drawn to this work in any way, it's meant for you. And you have the ability to tap in. You were all intuitive beings. You were all here to explore all the gifts and learn about your soul purpose and carry out all the things that you're here to do in this lifetime. So why not invest in more tools to connect even deeper? Because that's what we're here to do. We're here to remember who we are. And we're just here to reconnect with our brightest, boldest, most authentic version of self. And I will always do that in any way, shape, or form that I can provide. Oh, I just remembered. I wrote a affirmation for you guys. I was doing a little journaling. Okay, so I always talk about how I love to do... I get a lot of poetry from the Akashic Records, which... I feel silly calling that because I would never refer to myself as a poet, but maybe that's just me being like silly. I don't know. But this was um, something that I wrote this morning and I wrote this for AG University and I, I wrote out three different parts and one of it's an affirmation for you guys to say, and one of them is a prayer of forgiveness. And I always say this, you guys, prayers, affirmations, spells. I know there's a lot of people that like think spells are bad. There's a lot of really powerful, positive spells. Like Spells, prayers, and affirmation rooted in God. It's all the same thing. It really is. It doesn't really matter. Um, so whatever you believe in, um, whether you are more connected to prayer or maybe you're more connected to magic, I like it all. So this is what I wrote. The truth is that everything you are doing is exactly on schedule. If all timing is divine, then why am I worrying, hurrying, trying to fixate on a certain timeline? When if it weren't for others around me, I wouldn't even know what timeline I should, would, could, or supposed to be on. Don't you see, if you go within and recognize for all that you have accomplished, you are so amazing that you are standing here alive, free, willing, and able to create a life of your dreams. So don't hesitate today to give yourself a pat on the back and tell your body it's safe to relax. It's safe to listen to my inner knowing, for she knows exactly where we are going. There's no rush here, my dear, no hurry. Everything is happening exactly as it's intended to flow. So say this aloud and then let it go. And this is the part that you can repeat after me, if you feel so cold. I affirm that I am on my divine timeline. My time here is sacred. And I allow the universal flow from the cosmos to carry me into this next phase of life with ease. In love and light, I allow myself to shine ever so bright. And so it is. And then I have one more part to this. This is a, if you're feeling that you're carrying a lot of, you know, resentment, anger, any type of feeling that feels an emotion that feels lower vibration. This is something that you could say out loud, put your hand over your heart and your belly. It's a grounding placement for the hands. I forgive those who have wronged me. I forgive myself for dimming my light. 
or denying myself of pleasure. I trust in my guidance system. I awaken her and tune into her frequency today. For I am forever guided, protected, and loved in my higher self energy in every single way. And so it is in love and light. So those are just like some little kind of like channel doodles, what I call them. Some people call them jingles, poetry, lyrics. Um, that's another thing too. A lot of music musicians, I've always talked about this, how I think it all works in the Akashic Records. <laughs> A lot of musicians who have written really powerful lyrics. I always believe it's connected to the Akashic Records because it's such a like pure consciousness, lyrical, sing-songy vibration. Music really raises our vibration too when we like sing and engage in any type of music that's like higher vibration, you know, like singing lyrics that are more loving versus like another, some like music out there that can maybe be not so high vibrational, but you know, the difference you have, you know, you smell what I'm stepping in. So anyways, um, I think that's why a lot of super spiritual information comes through musically because when we're in that musical energy, we raise our vibration and then we can connect to higher planes. Same with like being in pleasure and enjoy all of those things, raise our vibration. And then we can connect with beings that are also in that vibration. And that's something to be scared of, by the way. Like that's just like something that happens supernaturally and without even trying, like our angels just send us messages. So we don't even, you know, we just kind of let it flow and release the resistance. So I hope those prayers brought you some peace today. And now I'm for real signing off. I know I've tried to sign off like three times. I'm like, oh, wait, I want to tell them this. I want to tell them that. I gotta get off the mic. I gotta go. I love you guys. Mwah. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.